0: I'm and welcome to The Brand Female, a podcast where we speak to powerful women about their journey to unlocking their own potential. This week, in keeping with our theme of Women in the Arts following the Art Toronto Art Fair held at the end of October, I am speaking with Mariam Kehani. There are several words that can be used to describe Mariam. She is a painter, a sculptor, designer, a wife, a mother and a hat enthusiast. She spends her time between Toronto and Berlin. And for anyone who follows her on social media, she appears to live in an absolutely enchanted world where her children and friends make wonderful appearances, partaking in the joy of dressing up and putting on fabulous extravagant hats designed by Miriam. These days, I think we can safely refer to her as a hat designer and she creates the most beautiful works of art that, yes, can be worn on top of your head. Designer and journalist Moshe Lundström, who was a guest on The Brennes Female last season, recently used the following words to describe her own experience wearing Mariam's hat creations. She said, I can't even describe how transformative your hats are to wear. Crowds part, people treat you like you are way more important than you often feel and you, in turn, carry yourself totally differently and so a new hat habit is formed. Having recently worn of Miriam's head in the clouds hat myself, I can only agree wholeheartedly with Moshe's description. Here is my conversation with Maryam Kehani.
1: honey i design hats and i uh, i make things and i design things i'm an artist i went to um, school for art originally um but yeah now i now i do hats
0: and i love the hats thank you (laughs) mariam it's a pleasure having you on the brand is female today thank Thank you you so much for talking with me and we are surrounded by some beautiful creations there's headbands and hats and Um, chandeliers that you're that you've created um and the hats are just amazing i got to know you through social media seeing all the photographs and images of hats and Mm -hmm. i wanted to come live in that world with you and Mm -hmm. i had the chance to wear one of your creations recently and it's it's changed my life (laughs) so (laughs) So the, the hats really are special but before we talk about the hats um I want to go back and hear about um, young Miriam growing up. Um, Where did you grow up? What were you like as a child? And did you already know you'd want to be um, somebody doing creative things or or an artist?
1: Um, I grew up in Iran. I grew up in Tehran, actually. Um, And I moved here when I was 13. Um, It's funny because, you know, looking back at my life, I actually have a very very poor memory of my childhood really um yeah which you know sometimes it's um it's very difficult i think i've i've actually found it a lot more difficult since i've had kids because Mm. a lot of times you can't access those memories and those um so um so yeah but uh but apparently as a child i i was very shy um and i think also the one thing that i do um I guess, feel like I remember is because I was an only child, I spent a lot of time, um, by myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was growing up, there was no play dates and Mm. no different um, things that we did. So I think that was really, no video games. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that was really, um, instrumental in how I, uh, I learned to use my imagination Mm. and how I, I, um, spend my time. Like I, I think I, um, to the state that really stuck with me where you can you can make your own um your own world you can spend time in it mm-hmm. and uh, and even as a child i think you know it was a place for me to play right you know? um but yeah so i so i grew up in iran and uh um so that's very much a part of my uh, my visual vocabulary mm-hmm. and i moved to toronto when i was 13. um and i um I went to art school I went to OCAD
0: so you knew right away you wanted to study uh, arts and make art
1: I guess so. I mean I, there was uh yeah I, I I don't think there was a moment where um yeah I think it was always I, I guess the only thing I was good at you mm-hmm. know so uh, yeah <laughs> <Secondary>
0: <laughs> reason. so yeah
1: and uh um I went to uh yeah I went to art school and also mm-hmm. growing up my father's a painter so I was mm-hmm. you know around that world um a lot mm-hmm. I mean that was the only world I knew right um, so yeah
0: so in in school and um, was it painting was it what was your media yeah, so I choice? did
1: so I did painting and then towards the end um, of my um, of my school years I started doing experiencing uh, experimenting um, more with sculpture okay. um, and more 3d works um, Yeah, and then I did a year in Florence, which was really great. It was Mm. the first time I was living out of home. Yeah, I was quite late, but um, it really changed my experience of Mm. uh, of just being alone, being by myself, making work. um, uh, But also, you know, I think when you're in school, you take it for granted. But to have this, um, being an artist is very lonely, Mm -hmm. and you you know, there's days where you spend in the studio not talking to anybody and not uh, communicating. And I. Uh, when, I miss that about school because in school you, ha- you already have this built in community you mm. have people who you know you talk about their work and they talk about yours and mm. it has nothing to do with um, like business side of things it's, yeah. just, it's just really a, it's a very pure and incredible time but uh, but sadly I feel like it's very fleeting and it's also when you're experiencing it you don't realize mm. how, how great it is um, but yeah so I did that and then um, the hats kind of made sense um, because there's there's just so much you can do and I think also the fact that I don't have it I don't have training as a millionaire is um, kind of works sometimes um, to my advantage because hmm. you know I can imagine something and you know we'll find a way to make it. And I don't have the technical restrictions that one would have if you know what you're doing. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So where did you first? And before we get into that, w- were there any artists or hat makers or creators that kind of influenced you? Was there somebody you were looking up to in terms of you know what well, they think, were creating?
1: Yeah. I think I think more than um, kind of looking at at artists or people who um, wore hats. I think it was. For me, I was always really interested in um, people who had their own universe mm. and they had their own world and were living their their very own truth. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember um, one of the people who really, I felt, you know, when I was going to school and when I was growing up, I felt that embodied that was Isabella Blow. Mm. I yeah. felt like... Um, she very much had her own universe and uh and yeah and i think i think i've always been attracted to that in people because i think uh it's something that you can't help you Mm -hmm. know it's 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 your escape and it's your uh, it's your survival yeah and 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 i very much relate to that Mm.
0: so where did the hat first (laughs) or the the hat idea first came to you
1: i started wearing
0: them quite early
1: I feel like it was my um, very early 20s. Um, and, you know, I think for me it started off, um, and I don't know when it was where I put the two and, two and two together and realized that that's what's happening. But I think for me it was mo- mostly the idea of this thing where it was protection, it was mm-hmm. an armor. hmm you know, and uh, and of course, I didn't know it at the time. I would just really liked wearing hats, and I wore them all the time. And then there was before I knew it, I, I never left the house without taking a hat mm. off, uh, taking my hat off. And um, and then I was wearing a hat inside the house. And then you know, and then I realized that uh, I can't find the hats that I want. Mm. Um, and so I started. So that's how I started uh, designing hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think a lot of it, and we were talking about it a little bit before as well. I think a lot of it. Um, for me, has to do with this idea of something safe, something. Mm. Uh, even though you know, it's a very funny, it's a very funny thing because on one hand they get a lot of attention, mm-hmm. and on the other hand they it's it's armor. It's they protect you. You're, you're mm. hiding. You know, you're hiding, and mm. it's. Uh, you know, I think fi- I find. Uh, you know, um, sometimes social things are not super easy, and sometimes yeah. life is not super easy, and so. I think it's um, it's nice to have an armor.
0: Yeah, 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 and you obviously wear your creations. And for anyone who follows you on social media, um, you know the hats for you are not just something to wear at a special event. Like it's literally what you put on, you know, Absolutely. every morning. And I'm sitting here in your home, and you have one of your beautiful hats on your head. Um, how? And I don't even want to ask what you know, the rest of the, pub- the, the, the public's reaction is when they see you, but um, how is it to, to live with those creations and have them be part of your life? And then I almost want to ask you a follow-up question, and it's a bunch of questions at the same time, but um, is it hard when you're actually making, creating a hat, which is like your baby, and then sending it off to a client? Like, can you live without the hats? Yeah. <laughs> Very good questions.
1: Um, so, so um, yeah, it's always really interesting to see how people react to the hats. I think um, um, children, for example, are really a good example because mm. of their sheer size and they're like, you know, they're, they're these <laughs> tiny beings. And, you know, here are these giant hats and they're already on a different angle than, mm. than you are. So, you know, dropping off um, my son at school. And seeing how these, uh, these children react to these like giant things on my head every single day mm. is really quite something. And, uh, and then there's people, you know, who, um, I think, I think when it's become so much a part of who I am that whether people compliment it or they make fun of it, which is also the case, um, sometimes it's, uh, it really makes no difference. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't, um. I don't take the compliments too seriously and I don't take the okay. uh, people pointing too seriously because um, there's no other way mm. I could be, you know. it's um, And uh, and I think it's uh, that the comfort that it brings me to be who I want to be surpasses all. Right. Um, you know, and so, so yeah, so um, I don't know if that answers your question.
0: And then what about, oh, um, you, cause you, you live yeah. in that world every day. And then I was asking when you have to make, you create a hat and then send it off. Yes. What, what's that yes. like for you? It used
1: to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. Um, but since I've had children. And I've, uh, you know, had to pay for their things. You know? <laughs> it's changed a lot. Um, so I'm, I'm having a different relationship with. Uh, and I've also just realized, you know, um, there really is, there really is this pleasure in, um, in seeing these other women pushing their boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's really quite incredible for me to see Mm. you know and so um like the other day i was just i had all the hats here some of them are still here and i was packing them up and there you know i for example this cloud hat i made i made just for myself and i thought you know what this would be a great thing to hide under it's big it covers me from every angle it almost has that pillow comfort material like as if i never left my bed you know Mm. um and i thought i'll just make it for myself and you know we just uh, my assistant put it up on the website and now, I mean, you know, I don't know, a year later, this has become our best-selling hat. Wow! And and for me, that's that's quite incredible. Mm. So so yes, on one hand, it's difficult to let go of things, but but the, the high and the pleasure you get from seeing a woman wear these things and mm. really um, own it is, is is quite fantastic. Yeah, you know, yeah. I um I just had um, a client who wrote me and said um, uh, they live in the Philippines and. She, she said that I go to work, like, I mean, she has, like, an office job, mm-hmm. and she goes to work wearing her giant cloud hat, and, you know, just <laughs> picturing that. that, like, just for me, it's a, uh, uh, yes, take it, it's all good, yeah. you know, I don't, uh, that feeling I had um, before, where it was, like, you know, it's very difficult to let, let go of things.
0: Uh, now you're, now you've you yes, accepted, yes, and yes. you like seeing the hats in the world, Absolutely. basically. Although, you know what,
1: but there, there still is moments where I make something, and I I yeah. think... Not for sale. Absolutely (laughs) not. You know, so 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 I shouldn't say that. You know, there's still there's still those those things, but for the most part, I've I've come in terms with it. But also, like I said, you know, I um I I have. responsible and mm. an adult and you know function in the real world so yeah
0: yes. so so yeah you sell the hats directly right now on your website yeah. direct to consumer and um, it's obviously just you know you making hats, selling them and you have that contact with a client but would you be interested in seeing the hats carried in shops around the world at some point
1: um i mean for now um i i really like this idea of selling direct and because i it keeps me in charge and yeah of the It's still small, I can still uh, connect with my clients, Um, and uh, I mean, I don't know if down the road, if it's a long term, uh, if I can, you know, keep this up, but for now it works. I mean, I still have people who make the the hats and I have factories I work with, Mm -hmm. um, some in Italy and some in the States, but I think it's, um, and we do everything else handmade, like here in Toronto in house. but we can only do that because we're still small you mm-hmm. know and so it's all um as per order um which i love and also you know it allows me time to um to play you mm-hmm. know and i think it's so important i think i think it's so nice to to have a business and to have um this to do this on a commercial level, but then also be able to play and, you know, I paint and I make sculptures Mm -hmm. and I, you know, and I think it's, it's just, um, it's nice to, um, I like the idea of, of keeping it small Mm -hmm. for as long as I can also, you know, for the sake of my nervous system, which is, (laughs) which is not very, (laughs) very
0: strong. So yeah. So for now this works. This this works. yeah. 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 Where do you find inspiration for the hats? Is it just something that comes to you, or do you see things that give you ideas for hat making? Honestly, when you live in your own head, it's just it's very difficult to tell where things mm. come from.
1: You know, it's um, it's a very. I mean, I always say it's it's a very strange thing to describe, but it's it's this fine line, a very blurry line between reality and um, and fantasy. Mm. You know, and mm-hmm. and uh, so. A lot of, you know, I mean, I could dream of something. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, and I would, you know, I would wake up and I would think, oh, I have to make it. I mean, it sounds very, very. It sounds crazy, but, yeah, inspiration is sometimes is very, um, it's very, it doesn't come so consciously, Mm -hmm. you know, and so. Um yeah I mean it's and also when your mind is going all the time mm. it's it's very difficult to catch those moments where things come to you because mm-hmm. they're constantly like you know your mind is just rushing with things and mm-hmm. and you know it's um it's quite unbearable sometimes as well you mm. know because it's uh on one hand it's, it's obviously incredible to be able to like you know make things but then also sometimes you, I really have to make it make an effort to to slow my mind down right. because it's uh it's exhausting, you know? <laughs> and that's why, you know, we are talking about this before, I mean, that's also why, you know, it doesn't, um, when your mind goes at this pace and all mm-hmm. the time you're creating, it's also, it also doesn't leave so much more room for, for other things. So, like, I feel, I really feel exhausted a lot of times, you mm. know? So, um, it's, it's a lot more consuming than, mm, you know? Then it looks. Than it looks, yeah. yeah.
0: What kind of woman wears Mariam Kehani hats?
1: Oh. <laughs> um, I would like to think um, that right now, and this question, this answer might change all mm-hmm. the time depending on where I am and where my, where the hats are. But I think for now, what I find very interesting um, in my relationship with my clients and the women who are wearing these hats is that I see them pushing their limits mm-hmm. and. It's absolute pleasure to see, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, so before it used to be, you know, let's make a make a line of hats that are speak more to the, you know, to your average girl who just wants to wear a hat, and you know, I I may still do that once in a while, but right now I'm putting my focus because women are impressing me and they're showing me that they're answering to the more outrageous and over the top pieces, mm. which is so incredible, you know? <laughs> so, so it allows me to, to go louder and bigger and more strange. And, and it, there is nothing, there's nothing better, you know? Mm. And, and, and they're buying these hats. I mean, like the cloud hat is, is not an easy hat. I mean, you've worn it, yeah, you know, it's yeah. not an easy hat, but it's incredible that women wear it like this girl wears it to work. And some, I, someone just sent me a picture on Instagram the other day of, uh, someone that didn't know me had taken a picture of a girl buying dessert in London somewhere. I saw said, that. Yeah. Yes.
0: And completely. I thought, oh gosh, yeah. She's just
1: like running her errands somewhere in London with her giant yeah, clown on. Or yeah, yeah it's out. fantastic. You yeah. know, and I thought, uh, so so my woman at the moment, and I hope I continue to be able to say this, is a woman who pushes her limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's also another thing with hats. They're, and Or anything that's an expression of who you are. And when you put it on, mm-hmm. you realize it is transformative. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, that's why it's so incredible when people try hats on, but they trust their gut and they think, you know what, I can handle this. Yeah. And then you see women put this, this these things on and they, it's like all of a sudden they're like, oh, I've got it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I too can be outrageous. Mm-hmm. And that moment of transformation is so incredibly beautiful and important. Mm-hmm. And for
0: me, just to be even a part of that is... Uh, what better thing, yeah? You know, and um, you obviously don't follow trends specifically, or you don't. I don't think you very much care about what's in fashion in terms yeah. of what influences you yes. to design uh, your hats. You you you've yeah. also designed um, items of clothing now. Yes, I think you started mostly for yourself. Yes,
1: absolutely. And
0: um, I've often seen you um on social media refer to your love of the aesthetics of you know styles in the 18th century for example so do you what do you think of the way women dress today and what fashion dictates that we should be wearing what's what's your take on all of that Well, I think it's, um, as you said, I, I try
1: not to follow fashion and, uh, but it's also very difficult with social media because yeah. I do spend some, a lot of time on social media, um, <laughs> whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But, um, I mean, we're so, um, there's so much content out there, you know, mm. we're so, good. there's a lot of everything. And I think that, I think, I hope that I'm right about this, that slowly women are going more towards things that are particular mm-hmm. and that are um not as uh, as trendy yeah you know yeah um i even see that with uh, i mean it's the same thing again with the hats where people are pushing themselves to to be a bit more out there and they and then they they try these things on and they realize they have this power mm-hmm. to to single-handedly like be different you know yeah. <laughs> and look different and um uh, and i also think that it's it's the idea of not not following uh, trends and big brands, is also because that, that obscure thing is really nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, where, um, where, you know, I think people really like the idea of someone not knowing, you know, who they're wearing mm. or what, yes. you know, it's, 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 totally. the, it's the, that, that's, um, I mean, that's, uh, I don't want to use the word luxury, but that's mm. a real luxury at yeah. the moment, you know, where, where something uh, you cannot point out um, it's not very obvious it's not very um direct and that's that's very beautiful Yeah, you know that's very nice and i mm. think that's also why you know again when i started making these capes and and outrageous stuff to wear myself was uh, i i never would have thought that you know people would want to wear the same things <laughs> and and i'm always so surprised yeah. you know it's it's incredible that um that women want to push themselves, and I think it's also life is it's tough. We live in, in very difficult times right now, and living like it's living. It's not, you know. I don't want to sound negative, but mm. oh my god, you know, the world yeah. right now is as you know. So I think I think play is so important. Yes. It's really nice to play, and I yeah. think I think essentially that's what I you know I hope to do. It's uh, you need these moments of of fun and play and mm. and. Not, not just dress up serious and,
0: and yeah exactly and you know exactly
1: and it's uh oh my god if i see another you know like just things look so repetitive and just this trend like it's 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 too much i mean i can't i you know quite honestly i can't stand some of this uh fashion mm-hmm. things um but on the other hand I you know i feel like you know i've created a bit of a you know Circus, you know, yes, and that's yeah. nice, you know, yeah. I, that's where I like to play, yeah. you know, like that's where I like to make, you know, capes and, and hats and things. And and it's, again, I'm very impressed and it's a very a promising um, sign of our times and of the mm. women who, who are following these things that people want to be different mm-hmm. and they want
0: to um, stand out and they're not afraid to, mm-hmm. you know, and they, yeah. And I think of um you know, and, and you're you're closely associated to fashion, even though you don't wanna play yes, by the rules yes. of trends and you know, the fashion world. You partnered with him Newport recently yes. for the launch of her new collection and the hats were in her fashion show, which yes. was fantastic. Yes. Um I also think of um bloggers and tastemakers like I think of Men Repeller who kind of started yes. a trend with it's fashion, but it's anti-fashion because it's things that are fun and that may not be yeah. the usual, you know, I don't know, criteria and patterns of it looks sexy or it looks good or it looks... Right. In other words, dressing the way you want and not caring about what others care. Right. And she has a message in there, too, about not dressing for men. Right. So I'm curious to hear your take on that because um, I think a lot of women or a lot of the the the, the fashion... Um, guidelines that are placed on us are based on what we expect men are going to want to see a woman dress as?
1: I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's um, dress for who you want to dress, yeah. you know? It's, it's a part of play, you mm-hmm. know? If, if that does it for you, then amazing. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think it's incredible to feel if that, you know, makes you feel sexy or that makes you feel empowered in, in, a, in a way where you feel like I... I want to wear something that I turn a man on then do it if if I don't know I just feel like it's uh there are no rules you yeah. know and that's that's essentially that you know I think to say that not dressing for you know for for a man or whatever I think that's still a rule you yeah. know and I think yeah.
0: I think it's it's about play just mm-hmm. play and whatever does it for you you yeah. know Well and it's really interesting how even a hat like the cloud can change the hat changes personality Absolutely. based on how you wear it and who wears it so Absolutely, it can be yeah. that protective you know big cloud over your hand but it can also be you know i wore it at a gala with uh, a black dress and then it yeah. took on like more of a hollywood Absolutely. you know old era Absolutely. vibe
1: you bring to them exactly exactly mm. you bring to uh to things uh, what you're carrying inside and i think that's that's what's the, again that idea of transformation is it's not always the hats and the capes and the gowns and the outfits that that transform you it's you that are transforming yeah. these things you know yeah. with with what you have inside of you at mm. the moment and I think I think it's also the idea you know um how for example uh, we choose to dress every day yeah. you know it's a it's so much to do with with ones uh, where you are at that moment with yeah. your with your mood with your um where you are in your life so I mean that's that's essentially like you know I would you know today i came down and there's you know right now you know, nine hats on the table <laughs> and you know like h- how how i would pick to wear a hat is Specifically and only has to do with how I'm feeling that day. You know, mm-hmm. I have I have
0: sad hats. You know, oh, <laughs> you know for a sad day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and,
1: and and then there's there's hats where you want to be seen, and there's yes. there's hats when you want to, um, you know, feel sexy and turn somebody on, and there's hats for um, there's quirky hats and there's mm-hmm. I mean there's it's it's great. You know, that's yeah. the idea of play. You know, and it's
0: it's really what fashion and style exactly be. exactly mm-hmm. you touched on the question of social media the big loaded question of social media um how do you approach i mean you you share a lot of your life and and wearing moments you know on your Mm -hmm. own platforms i know you're also raising a daughter Mm -hmm. and what's your take on social media and you know how we can find balance with something that can be so demanding and also um, all of the feelings that come with consuming social media because it imposes a certain standard because everyone looks like they're having a fantastic life and a fantastic time all the time.
1: Oh man, I think it's so tricky. It's... um First of all, I'm not a right person to talk about balance with.
0: <laughs> um, well, somebody so recently so, said yeah. that we can't balance; just doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: it's it's. Uh, I wish that that was. Uh, I had a, a, a feedback on that, but I don't. <laughs> um, but I think I think what I do try to do. Um, is have also those real moments of because you're right and it can be it can be quite paralyzing for people i think to just see one side of one's life yeah. and 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 it's not real and it and it, it's not um it's not okay i think to just if you're putting your life out there i think you should and if you're being if you have an audience mm-hmm. um i think it's your responsibility to to show them more than just one thing and i hate this idea i mean i hate the word like curated and the idea of like (laughs) curate like oh my god it's just you know that whole thing but but i think it's um so i try for example like you know i try to be open about things that i think we should talk about more often you know so so you know i've i've struggled with anxiety and and uh for a very long time and just in the last couple of months i've started going on medication and i one of mm-hmm. the first things i did when i went on medication i thought oh my god this helped me so much and mm-hmm. it's been just such a life changer and i wish that I, people told me th- about this before and i wish i had started this before and i thought oh my god well, why am i not talking about it mm-hmm. and so you know i i made it a point like uh, uh, i made a decision to really be open about it mm-hmm. as one should be and because you know i i can't just Post because life is not like that. Like I have, I have days where I wake up and I need to put my sad hat on, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. for those days, um, it's important to be able to share that. Yeah. And it's, and it's, um, in fact, people's response and you know when I get messages about people being like me too, I like anxiety is completely mm-hmm. paralyzing and absolutely. And people who are highly functioning, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, that's what's yeah. very very. Um, Interesting about this stuff, and uh, to have these moments of um, connection, yeah. I think is is important. If not, like I find that it's almost um, is a part of my my job. If I'm putting my yeah. if I'm putting my holiday photos and my you know gala and like dressed up and mm. these things up,
0: I should also talk about.
1: Uh, now, now we've started a new thing—the sad
0: hat day. <laughs> yeah, this, I like I like that <laughs> concept. Yeah. Having a sad hat day. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, do you feel, as an artist, um, you have a responsibility in the world and in society, and, and what would it be? Absolutely. Oh my god. I mean, that's a part of my anxiety.
1: <laughs> um, and I think, uh, I mean, I just think as artists, we just see things. In a different way, and if somehow we can translate what that way is, then we've done our job, mm-hmm. I think. And for each person, this can come in a complete different. There's no one way or um, specific way to do it. And for me, at the moment, um, like I was saying before, I think that the world feels very heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, woman, like just specifically, we do. There's a lot, you know, mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think. Um, for me, this idea of creating a little playground uh, mm. is how I can help,
0: you know, right. like
1: um, having, a, having a circus, having a playground, giving toys away, you yeah. know, these hats essentially are that, you, right. know? you yeah. know, it's a... Allowing people to play, exactly. basically. And because mm-hmm. we need that at yeah. the moment, we yeah. really need that. There's, um, and, you know, I don't know, you know, when... Little children, they have these like boxes of of uh, costumes and bits and ends of things yeah. that you know yeah. they open and it's it's so transformative and it's so incredible and I think I think adults need that you yeah know, right yeah. now We're more than buying. ever <laughs> yeah you know yeah, you know we need we need to play and mm. we need to give give ourselves permission to um, to just not take it so seriously because life does that for us mm. you
0: know? yeah that's so true. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there a, a book that marked you, influenced you, maybe something you go back and you read again and again? Well, there's the one book that I have by my bed and I read all the time. It's um,
1: poetry of Rumi. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and your son's called yes. Rumi. <laughs> yes, um, I think it's also just for me. It's because it's a it's a feeling of home. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I remember. Someone gifted me a book that was really quite incredible. And uh, I think it was called The Rituals of Artists. Hmm. The Daily Rituals of Artists. I'm going to look it up just to make sure that I'm giving you the right. um, And it was quite incredible because uh, it goes through basically habits Mm -hmm. of artists every day. And it was really nice for me to see how each artist Function so differently, mm, and yeah. some actually don't function, which is also um, really reassuring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's called um, daily rituals. Um, how artists work and it's it's really incredible because you know like you you know you would read about a painter who would like wake up at you know 12 o'clock have lunch and go to the studio for two hours and then completely shut down for the rest of the time and then you you (laughs) know you you read about people who work from like 8 to 5 as if they have an office job and you know so so that was a really interesting thing for me just to find and I'm still I'm just still um, figuring it out but mm-hmm. i think it's such an important part of being a, a creative person figuring out what works for you how right. you work you know like i work really well from bed okay you know so <laughs> so you know like, like some you? days i just don't move from bed like i have my like the order sheets and i have my sketchbook and i have my like you know like my straw samples and everything in bed so mm-hmm. it, i mean it look i look like a maniac in bed like
0: working from bed, <laughs> but but it works you it know works for some you. days yes yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. and what is your ritual typically what's what's uh and a, maybe it's different every day but what's a yeah. day in mariam's life? um so Two different things. Um, as a mother,
1: it's completely different. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of like, you know, I wake up, for example, today I woke up at six o'clock with the kids, made them breakfast. We did, you know, we painted a little bit, had a few meltdowns, uh, me and the kids. <laughs> and just, Is there a yes, hat for silly. that? <laughs> Is there a meltdown hat? <laughs> it was too early in the morning. Um, and then um, I take them to school. I went to the studio this morning to send a few hats off with my mm-hmm. assistant, um, And then we're thinking of uh, throwing an event in December, so we're working on that. And then um, I normally leave uh, early afternoons open uh, just to kind of slow down before the kids come home. Mm -hmm. uh, Because then it starts again and you have to have energy for that. Um, But yeah, it changes all the time, but I think it's also important to know how you work... um, Efficiently, Like, I've I've just realized... I mean, some days are very difficult for me to get out of bed and to start life, Mm -hmm. just period. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. So I've, you know, I've just noticed that, okay, well, I can still start life. I can still start my my creative work, Mm -hmm. not leaving, not going out to the real world, you know? So that's why, for example, like working in bed is amazing for me because I still, I mean, within my space, I can still, you know, send emails and I can still draw. But... I haven't fully left yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, to the real world. Which is it. So whatever
0: works, I guess, you know. Yeah, and it varies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is there something you wish women would do more of? Yes, play. Good Absolutely. answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and women specifically, do you think there's, you know, I think all humans need play. Is there something specific to women? Do we play less? Do men play more?
1: I don't know, but, uh, but I feel like we deserve to play more, mm-hmm. you know. I like that.
0: Yeah. 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 Actually, that'd be, a good, that'd be a good tote bag or t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as a woman artist, so if you had to give advice to young women who want to pursue a creative career um, as an artist, do you think there's more options for women today? And when we look at statistics, you know, and women artists specifically in the visual arts, for example, they're not represented um, as, uh, as well as men in institutions, in museums, and galleries. They earn less money for equal work. Um, do you think that's slowly changing? Absolutely. Do you also? I mean, you're, you're also
1: in this... Uh,
0: I think it's changing you're, you're, slowly. It's, yeah. Um, I think and when I think of what you do for example you've built that career for yourself if you were going around selling yeah, hats to shops That's true yeah it you know it'd be yeah. a different story absolutely. but with technology today a creator can set up a website absolutely. use social power media that comes with mm-hmm. that absolutely
1: yeah. and I think it's also um, you're right and you can choose to involve like your your amount of involvement within a system as well so to kind of have this system set up where um, you don 't have to follow a specific system you know mm. for example i don 't go by a collection I make hats when I make hats mm-hmm. uh, i don 't go by a seasonal uh, deadline um and and the freedom that comes with that is quite incredible right mm-hmm. it just it keeps me going longer and, and better mm-hmm. because i don 't have to um and i mean you know sure it's also it's not to romanticize this idea it 's also very difficult mm-hmm. um but but I take that because of the freedom that comes with that is
0: freedom invaluable. makes it worth it yeah yeah <laughs> are there days where you tell yourself why am I doing this I should be doing something completely different um, strangely enough no. Um, I, mean, I don't know how to do anything else.
1: So. <laughs> it's not an option. That takes is, care of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's
0: a. So if if there's one thing I'm sure of, it's, it's, it's this. It's gonna be this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, is there a saying that you repeat often during the day? Maybe just to yourself, or something that you like to tell others. Could be a quote.
1: Um. Yeah. There's there's a roomy quote that I love and it's up at my studio I've, I've had this piece of paper since i was in art school and i try to i try to look at it every once in a while and it says uh, chase a deer and end up everywhere hmm. i think it's quite beautiful it really and the is. idea of uh, you know of play mm. essentially yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah well Miriam thank you so much for speaking to me today of course, thank and you, thank you for making all these wonderful hats you bring so much joy and playfulness <laughs> into the world and that makes me really happy thank you thank, thank you for if you like today's podcast as always please subscribe rate and review follow us on instagram at the female let's keep the conversation going I'll be back in about a week with a new guest on the show thank you so much for listening <music> Yeah.